Hello. So this is the M of DTM. Um, the Michelle. So, and this is a chance to get inside of what I what I like to call Michelle's mind. So it's July the second, or or is it the third? And so much has happened in the past uh, month, last month. And I just kind of want to check in with me and with whoever's listening and just kind of spill the beans a little. So for starters, about a week ago, I received this epiphany um, and some of you probably suffer from suicidal thoughts. And I unfortunately suffer from that a lot. And um, so I had a moment with um, someone I'm seeing and they told me that they didn't want to be in this relationship anymore. So, or actually that's not what they said. They said they wanted a break. And to me, you know, that's what it sounded like. Like, what, a break? And their delivery was so defiant and so sure of themselves. Um, So that was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. Um, Leading up to this moment, there was an altercation on social media that involved uh, my, my sister. And I guess her and another girl that... Um, is also a relative got into some beef and I didn't even know the um, the depth of their their beef but um, through my sister's wedding she got married this time last summer she invited a bunch of people that hadn't been in my life for a long time um, they kind of came back around and and this person was one of them and so I said you know I guess we kind of just remained close over the year and uh, we talk all the time, like sending each other hilarious videos and laughing. And um, uh, I guess she had an altercation with my sister. And I didn't even know like this was all going on. And so my, my birthday is coming and I am trying to plan a shindig. And I'm inviting everyone I know. And I invite this lady and my sister. And that's when I find out like she's like well you know if your sister's coming you know we might have some beef and I'm like really like you know not thinking it'll be that intense and and it was so that was pretty scary like uh when I saw it all kind of play out on social media I guess they had the fear of seeing each other soon at my gathering and I couldn't believe that I was like carrying the torch of this drama um but basically what made us not see eye to eye was when I you know reacted to like a status she had about like when you have screenshots and da 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 and I ignorantly put ha ha and commented uh oh um and told my sister like oh I didn't know that that was about you you know but I think I'm smart enough to know better and I could have made that assumption and I didn't. And 
the reaction was crazy. Like the next day, she sent all these screenshots, and it was psycho, you know. For Kath, oh, I almost said her name, child. Well, um, well, for her, it was crazy. I mean, I love her to death, and she's freaking funny. But I feel like, man, like it was a low blow, and it's amazing how we, as just like people, love the drama. And, you know, I didn't cater too much to it. Like, I couldn't follow the thread. It was just a lot of people. And I was like, man, I'm working. Like, literally don't have time for this. But um, the fact that I was involved in it and tagged, she tagged a bunch of erroneous people. And I was one of them. And so my sister seeing that, you know, she was just betrayed. And I don't blame her. I did. uh, I did have no remorse at the time. Like, part of me... Um, was maybe even like okay with her feeling the pain because like I'm like do we have the time because that whole thing you know when I was a kid I mean I've been carrying burdens that are 15 16 17 years old on my on my shoulders I've been carrying on to so much pain from being a kid with my sister and just wanting to be close but not really being close and not really being sure at a younger age why we just never really connected and I always tied it back to my my image I've always been um, physically bigger than my sister and darker than her she's older than me but only by 18 months but you know colorism was was and is still a, a big thing in America and sibling rivalry is a big thing and you know, black women rivalry is a big thing and people putting women against each other is a big thing. And growing up, you know, around a lot of men who were like sexually active when you're young and seeing your friends progress and you not progressing in that area was hard and heavy as a young kid. And that stuff carries over to your life as an adult because you're learning how to deal with these things that you never really got the chance to experience. And when you do experience them, you're old, you're older, you know, you'd start dating when everyone's been dating, you start fucking when everybody been fucking, and you're confused about how to operate in this world. And so God is good, because I'm still here. But, you know, those moments, my sister and I, once again, don't speak. And to me, it's, this is the norm for us. This is like our comfortable state. It's like when your body, your body weight is like a certain weight, almost always like, you lose weight and then you gain it and it always goes back to this certain size because that's where your body feels comfortable. I think that's how it is with my sister and I. We get close, we do well for a while, and then something triggers us. It's very easy that gets us off track. And we fight all the time, but, you know, we bicker, you know, as sisters do because we want to do what's best for the other person and be there for the other person, but... My sister might be a bitch, but, like, she's very loyal to family. Uh, And that's one thing I can say, that she's always been, even to me, when I haven't deserved it. And when she knows that she doesn't deserve to be loyal to me, she still will be. And I've always respected that about her, and I've always... I've never understood how to be that, either. Um, But I think it's easier to grow up a little more secure when people are constantly telling you that you're, you're beautiful and stuff. And when nobody's telling you that as a kid, not even your parents, you don't even know if you're pretty. You know what I mean? You look for that validation in whatever and wherever you can get it. And so 
I think carrying those burdens were hard for me. And then those burdens kind of led to just like who I am now. I'm funny and stuff, but the funniest people are probably the hurt, the more, the most hurt people. And, you know, you, I don't know. So I think, you know, that leading up to just like, you know, basically the end of May and my birthday was on the 23rd of May and it wasn't a very good birthday. I didn't hear from my dad or my sister. I didn't hear from anyone. Um, because everyone was upset because through that whole argument my brother wanted to have like a family gathering and I was like I don't know if I'm ready to be there because he wanted to base it off of like some principles in the bible that I wasn't sure that I understood or agreed with and so he said well you can't you shouldn't be there if you don't agree with these things and it was all very weird and um, because of me the whole thing was canceled and of course that made me feel great (laughs) on top of my birthday And I know that feelings are a choice. Um, And that's so interesting, you know, because you don't want to choose to be upset, but you don't want to, like, you know, you can't help but feel what you feel. And, you know, I think it's, I'm just such an artist, and I love that about me, and and I'm owning that about me now that I'm older. But I feel, man, I feel feelings, and I think that's what makes me a great actor. And... And I will say that I'm a great actor. And I will say that with confidence. But I think a lot of it comes down to what I feel. And I don't always understand what I'm feeling. And so sometimes it doesn't portray as me being the best actor or the best moment. And that's where directors come in. But I just feel like, you know, it's hard not to feel those feelings. And so I think just like, you know, my brother kind of being like well you you know can't be involved that whole thing kind of made me feel like well great you know um and so fast forward to like the tiff that I take my uh the guy that I'm seeing I guess I could call him my boyfriend it's it's a weird place but um we go see a, a beautiful show Sunday in the Park with George at Zach and the message, man, of George Seurat and the fact that he's so focused on creating the perfect masterpiece. And his wife, Dot, who just wants his time. And she is willing to be a part of his masterpiece um, in order to get time with him. And uh, I I related so much to that. And I took go- my, uh, uh, my dude to it and uh I'm I'm really bad at this um but uh anyways I took him to it and uh we both were just like man enamored with the the message and the beauty of the show and uh there were just things that went down that to me you know were were, were basically the show showed showed us I think uh, me I'll say me was that uh that I that um like, we, we might be in the same building, but we got different views, to quote Drake. Like, well, the way we see the world is different, and I guess the beauty of that is that we are in the same building. The beauty of that is that we're close, but, but we aren't seeing things from the same point of view. And part of me was like, but there's beauty in that. But another part of me is like, think about America and how fucked up America is right now. Because we ain't seeing the world the same. And that's messing up relationships. 
And um, I hate that I can't see the world like like he does. And, and I'm learning to, but I don't want to necessarily conform to someone he doesn't want me to be or someone I don't even know how to be. And, uh, but I'm like, but there was something that connected us and I just don't know how we lost that so quickly. I think life is just hard and, uh, I'm learning to deal with cope, like how to cope. And so basically, you know, that was my, my way to do it when, when he said, you know, after the show, he was like, I think it's also delivery, man. We driving home, we chilling. He out of nowhere was like, we need to take a break. I'm like, damn, like nothing leading up to it, you know. And I think that's what shocked me was like the abrupt delivery of it all. And it felt so like he felt so sure of it. And like, you know, you don't uh, it was just like the heavy. I had the heaviest heart, man. Because you once again feel like you made another mistake. And by just trying to advocate for yourself or just be there for yourself. And I'm learning, like, I just don't know how to do this. And, you know, everybody around me is like, go to a therapist. And when I got detained and taken to, um, you know, the hospital, I'm in the back of this cop car. Like, look, your life, yo, this is where you at right now. And that's okay. But you can't deny that this is where you're at. This is where you're at. And I think that heavy energy, you know, my guy didn't know how to be there for me and I don't blame him and I have to realize a lot of people just don't they don't know what to do about depression child they don't know and you can't be mad at these people for not knowing right and um but you were but I was right but I am and everybody's like go see there go see a therapist but man that's hard and that's scary and and no offense, I'm I'm poor. And I'm not used to being this poor. I mean, I'm used to being broke, but I can't explain it. Like I'm a I'm an educator. I I I teach theater arts and it's such a gift. It's cool, man. It's a blessing. Like I don't deserve this occupation. And child, it feel like volunteer work when you get them checks. And so it's just kind of like, I don't want that to matter. Like, I don't want to carry myself in a way that that's bringing me down. But I think about so much. And, like, being in the back of that cop car, honey, that wasn't cheap. Having mental illness isn't cheap. And so it's just one burden after the, the next that just makes you feel heavy, child. And, um... I don't know. Like, I... I don't want to ramble and babble because I done slipped up and almost said some names, child. And and I'm sorry I did that. I'm just, I'm very new at this. <laughs> and if you're listening this far, first of all, you nosy. I'm just kidding. I just appreciate it. There probably will be more moments like this. Some are probably going to be hilarious, hopefully. More will be funny and not like real, but I, I, I appreciate being candid I think there's there's beauty in that like we're we're nosy man we loved reality tv for a reason right um 
but we also like we're empathetic as humans and a lot of my friends or people that I've talked to during this time who have reached out have been like surprised and it's just like how we were when Anthony Bourdain left or Kate Spade was it Kate Spade or um Robin Williams I mean these people appeared just fine right they got money, they got friends, they got beautiful homes, they got good food, they can travel. I just know that that's not enough. But I would love to tap into, I don't, I, I'm afraid of myself. I'm scared of being real with me. And sometimes I'm like, being real means being a bitch. Being real means making fun of that person and telling, saying what everybody ain't saying. And No, that's not always being real, man. Being real is having that ability to have a filter, man. Having that ability to know when to say when. Not everything has to be said that's on my thoughts, hence this long-ass podcast. But I don't have to say everything I'm thinking, but I think it's okay sometimes. I mean, I think it's okay to let people know what you are thinking. I'm one of those people who doesn't really... I mean, I, I, I'm real... Uh, smoke and mirrors like it's all just for show I feel like sometimes like oh I'm being real but really deep down under that realness is more like I'm like an onion man not in smell but definitely in layers and there's definitely levels to this and I'm I, I, I took my friend told me today because he dumped a lot of heavy information on on me too that he was going through and I'm like first of all everybody going through it second of all he told me he said hey I mean, you're you're growing. All this is you're growing, and it's it's crazy because I feel it. And you you want to take all these things with you, like I want to take this relationship with me. I want to take you know all this shit with me, and I'm like, you know, maybe I shouldn't. And it sucks because man, I hate saying maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't right now for sure. And I have to be okay with like like he said. He just really wants his peace and his sanity. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, the nigga ain't asking for much. But it's amazing how hard that is to get. That's hard. And it's hard to give, too. But the beauty of doing that is that we can do it. We can. And, uh... I just wanted to say what was what I've been going through and where I'm at. I'm hoping that I let my balls drop a little more and uh, and go see a therapist. I'm scared because that's a whole nother episode, child. Black people and therapists. Should I get a black therapist? And someone reached out to me about a couple of black therapists, but the source who reached out to me has a connection, you know, to somebody that I'm I'm seeing. And so I'm kind of like, oh, Lord, should I, should I follow through with that? So that scares me. Not to get too, you know, but I'm just, my head big thinking we got a hell of followers and listeners. But it, it probably ain't nobody but me on this. But, but yeah, I know that Tracy G just posted something today about, you know, how we, how reading all these books and stuff is like, slowly ruining us like self-help books we can sit around and read and listen to podcasts all day long but if we ain't getting up and doing nothing about it 
magic without movement is dead. And so I got to move. And so this is sort of one of my first steps. I'm putting myself out there with this podcast and with my with Mimi's mind. And uh, I just hope you stay tuned for more. Thank you for listening to this very vulnerable post. Y'all have a great, great rest of the day.